0: Hello, welcome to chapter 1 in our series of lessons on Cambridge A-Level Biology. The topic of this chapter is Cell Structure, Cell Structure, Introduction. All living things are composed of cells and they could either be multicellular or unicellular. In this course, we will examine the two major types of living cells, prokaryotic and eukaryotic cells and their distinguishing features. Furthermore, we will examine eukaryotic cells in detail, learning about the ultrastructure of those cells and the functions of their various organelles. Finally, we will examine some basics concerning cell microscopy and related calculations. Prokaryotic cell Prokaryotes are organisms that are composed of prokaryotic cells and they are usually unicellular. They are smaller than eukaryotic cells. They have a size of about 0.5 to 5 micrometers in diameter. Their DNA lies freely within the cell cytoplasm, and it is circular in nature. The, the, the DNA is not associated with histone proteins. They lack membrane-bound organelles such as mitochondria or endoplasmic reticulum or Gorgia apparatus. They possess tiny ribosomes, 70S ribosomes and they possess peptidoglycan cell wall. Some prokaryotic cells contain small circles of DNA material called plasmids and some others process flagella, which aids in locomotion. Some of them also have their surface membrane folded inwards to form mesosomes, which is believed to be involved in production of ATP. So these are the features of Prokaryotic cells, prokaryotic cells. Now eukaryotic cells, what are the features of eukaryotic cells? They have a size of about 10 to 100 micrometers in diameter and they possess different types of organelles Some of these organelles are bounded by a single membrane. Some are bounded by double membrane and some do not have membrane at all So one of the distinguishing feature that distinguishes eukaryotic from prokaryotic cells is that eukaryotic cells possess membrane-bound organelles Another feature is that the DNA of eukaryotic cell is linear. In fact, this is the main distinction feature. Eukaryotic cells have linear DNA that is enclosed in a nuclear envelope and that is associated with histone proteins. The DNA of eukaryotic cell is associated with histone proteins to form chromosomes. Also, eukaryotic cells possess large ribosomes, ATS ribosomes. They possess large ribosomes. Some eukaryotic cells possess cell wall. For example, plant cells have cellulose cell wall, and fungi cells have chitinous cell wall. So, these are the features of eukaryotic cells. Now, let's talk in more detail about eukaryotic cells. Let's talk about the organelles that are found. In eukaryotic cell. I'm going to start with the nucleus. The nucleus is regarded as the heaviest and largest organelle in the cell, especially in animal cell. It is surrounded by a double membrane or two membrane units, double membrane units called nuclear envelope. And this nuclear envelope contains numerous pores on it, which facilitate the exchange of materials between the nucleus and the cytoplasm. The outer membrane is continuous with the endoplasmic reticulum. The nucleus contains the DNA which is the genetic material of the cell. The DNA is wound around histone proteins in a loose manner to form chromatin material. And it can be tightly packed with more histone proteins to form chromosomes. Segments and regions of the DNA are regarded as genes and they code for various proteins that are involved in cell's metabolic activities. The nucleus contains the nucleolus which is responsible for the formation of ribosomes that are involved in synthesis of proteins So, the nucleus serves as the control centre of the cell where it initiates the synthesis of proteins and it also initiates the process of cell division Alright, the next organ that we're going to talk about is endoplasmic reticulum Now, there are 2 types of endoplasmic reticulum in the cell Rough endoplasmic reticulum and smooth endoplasmic reticulum Let's start with the rough Rough endoplasmic reticulum are a system of flattened membrane-bound sacs that extend from the outer membrane of the nuclear envelope and spread throughout the cell. They usually have ribosomes attached to their surface and this gives them a roughened appearance when viewed with an electron microscope. The sacs that constitute the rough ER are usually connected together to form a cisternae or a reticulum or they could be independent of one another. Aside from providing large surface area for the attachment of ribosomes, rough endoplasmic reticulum functions to modify polypeptides that are synthesized by the ribosomes attached to them and they are also involved in packaging and transporting um, polypeptides within the cell and to the Golgi apparatus. Smooth ER differs from rough ER in that it lacks ribosomes. Ribosomes are not attached to its surface. And then, the function of smooth ER is to synthesize lipids and steroids such as cholesterol and reproductive hormones like estrogen and um, testosterone. Let's talk about ribosomes. What are ribosomes? Ribosomes appear as visible black dots that are attached to the rough ER, or they may be floating freely within the cytoplasm. They usually have a size of about 25 nanometers in diameter ribosomes are synthesized in the nucleus, and they are made up of RNA and protein RNA means ribonucleic acid each ribosome composed, comprises of two subunits a large subunit and a small subunit and ribosomes function as site of protein synthesis ribosomes can either be bound that is the ones attached to the ER, or they can be free so we have free ribosomes and you have and bound ribosomes. So, ribosomes basically they are involved in what? Protein synthesis. Now, let's talk about Golgi apparatus. Golgi apparatus is a stack of flattened membrane bound sacs that is being continually formed at one end by vesicles budding off from the ER and broken down at the other end to form vesicles. The sacs can be joined together to form a continuous cisternae. The Golgi body collects processes and sorts molecules that are transported to other parts of the cell or out of the cell. Transporting these materials out of the cell is described as secretion. Now the final product of the Golgi apparatus is either lysosomes or the final product can be incorporated into the plasma membrane. For example aquaporins or the final product can be secreted into the out of the cell, to the exterior of the cell. By the process known as exocytosis. Okay, so Golgi apparatus serves as a site of collecting materials from the ER, processing the materials, sorting the material. Modification also takes place inside the Golgi apparatus. Examples of some modifications that take place in the Golgi apparatus include folding of polypeptides and proteins to, into quaternary structure, assemblage of proteins into quaternary structure, um, addition of prosthetic group to proteins. For example, addition of group to um, the globin part of hemoglobin to form hemoglobin. Addition of carbohydrate chains to proteins to form um, glycoproteins. That process is known as glycosylation. Cutting of polypeptides. Removal of methionine from polypeptides. Formation of cellulose materials is also another example. Formation of lysosomes is also an example. These lysosomes contain hydrolytic enzymes. Now, let's talk about lysosomes. Lysosomes are tiny organelles. They have a diameter of about 0.1-0.5 micrometer in diameter. They are spherical in structure and they are bounded by a single membrane with no particular internal structure. They contain hydrolytic enzymes which are responsible for the digestion of unwanted structures and um, objects and materials that have been ingested by the cell. For example, um, phagocytes. When they ingest something, those materials are digested by lysosomes. So what are the functions of lysosomes? Lysosomes aid in the digestion of pathogens that are ingested by white blood cells. Number two, lysosomes aid in the digestion of cells of the mammary gland after lactation has ceased. Number three, lysosomes digest cartilage during development so that they can be replaced with bones. Lysosomes also aid in the digestion of a path for the sperm to move towards the ovum in the female reproductive system. Mitochondria. Mitochondria is a tiny organelle that is surrounded by a double membrane. The inner membrane is folded to form a Christi and extends inwards into the interior to form into the interior to form um, the inner membrane is ext- extends inwards to form what is known as a cristi. And the interior solution of the mitochondria is called a matrix. The space between the inner membrane and outer membrane of the mitochondrion is called the intermembrane space. The outer membrane contains transport proteins called porins which form channels that allow easy access for water, soluble substance in the cytoplasm to enter into the intermembrane space. The inner membrane is less permeable than the outer membrane. Mitochondrion possess their own circular DNA material and some 70S ribosome. And they are capable of replicating themselves independently of cell division. Mitochondria are responsible for aerobic respiration They serve as a site of aerobic respiration and they produce ATP that is required for various metabolic activities within the cell. The liver and muscle cells usually contain large amounts of mitochondria because they are involved in a lot of metabolic activities. Now, ATP is produced by the mitochondria. An ATP is described as the energy currency of the cell. It is synthesized. It is described as energy currency because it is synthesized during reactions that occur in the mitochondrial matrix or on the inner membrane of the mitochondria. It can also be synthesized in the chloroplast of the cell. Once synthesized, this ATP diffuses out of the mitochondria and spreads to other parts of the cell where it can be hydrolyzed into HDP and inorganic phosphate. And energy is produced during this hydrolysis to facilitate various metabolic reactions within the cell. So it's described as energy currency because it is produced during energy-releasing reactions in the mitochondria. And it is hydrolyzed to release energy during energy-demanding reactions in other parts of the cell cytoplasm. So that's that for mitochondria ATP. Now let's talk about another structure you find in the cell. Microtubules. Let's combine microtubules and centrioles. Microtubules are tiny, long, rigid hollow tubes found in the cytoplasm. They combine with actin filaments and intermediate filaments to form cytoskeleton, which helps to maintain the shape of the cell. Microtubules are made up of proteins called tubulin. These tubulin molecules join together to form polymers. And numerous polymers, called protofilaments, line up together to form a cylinder-like structure with hollow center. The microtubules also facilitate the movement of secretory verticals and other organelles and cell components along within the cell. Membrane-bound organelles are held in place by the cytoskeleton, which is composed of the microtubule. During cell division, microtubule constitute the spindle fibers, which facilitate the separation of chromatids and chromosomes. Centrioles. Centrioles are non-membrane-bound organelles that are commonly found in Animal cells. They are not usually found in plant cell. They are usually found in a region of the animal cell known as centrosome. And they are responsible for the production of spindle fibers during the process of mitosis or meiosis. These spindle fibers attach to chromosomes and chromatids and pull them to separate them to move towards opposite poles of the cell during um, cell division. Cell surface membrane. The cell surface membrane is a thin structure that encloses the entire cell. It has a thickness of about 7 nanometers and at high magnification, using an electron microscope, it is observed to have 3 layers. It is composed mainly of phospholipid molecules and protein molecules. It is partially permeable and it functions to control the movement of materials into and out of the cell. Chloroplast. Chloroplasts are organelles that are found only in plant cells and they are surrounded by a double membrane unit. They have an elongated shape of about 3 to 10 micrometers in diameter. They contain their own ribosome, 70S ribosome, and they also contain cellular and um, circular DNA material floating freely within a fluid matrix called stroma. It is capable of replicating itself independently of cell division. The chloroplast contains a membrane system of fluid-filled sacs called thylakoid, which are stacked up in certain regions to form grana. These membranes contain photosynthetic pigments and electron carriers, which are involved in the light-dependent stage of photosynthesis. Chloroplasts function as a site of photosynthesis. Plasmodesmata. Plasmodesmata has tiny cytoplasmic strands that connect neighboring plant cells together. Two cells can be connected to one another by one plasmodesmata or by two or more plasmodesmata. The more plasmodesmata connecting them, the greater the flow of materials between the two cells. The cytoplasmic material is bordered by some cell membrane material and there is no cell wall in that region where the plasmodes matter are located. Cell wall The cell wall is peculiar to plant cell and it is made up of a meshwork of cellulose fibers surrounding a cell membrane. It could be fortified with lignin. It is freely permeable and allows materials to move from one part of the plant to another part of the plant in a pathway called apoplast pathway. The cell wall gives rigidity to the plant cell and enhances turgidity. Let's talk about vacuole, plant vacuole. The large vacuole is the largest organelle in plant cell and it is surrounded by a thin membrane called tonoplast. It functions to hold food, assimilate nutrients and waste products within the plant cell. It also helps to maintain proper hydrostatic pressure within the plant cell and to provide structure and support for growing plant cells. The tonoplast is a selectively permeable membrane and water can pass in and out freely but other molecules can move across by the heat of specific transport proteins. So these are organelles commonly found in plant cells, large vacuole plasmodesmata, cell wall and chloroplast. Other organelles I should be familiar with, we have microvilli and then we have cilia, some animal cells have cilia, some have um, flagella now let's talk about um, some aspects of microscopy the first concept we need to talk about is magnification what is magnification magnification is described as a ratio of the size of the image of an object to the actual size of the object being viewed with a microscope resolution what is resolution what is resolution resolution is described as the ability to distinguish between two objects that are close together The greater the resolution ability of a microscope, the stronger the ability of that microscope to distinguish two close objects, and the greater its ability to be used to view tiny objects. The maximum resolution of light microscope is 200 nanometers. Thus, if two objects are close together, by less than 200 nanometers, the light microscope cannot be used to view them as two separate objects. When you view those two objects by the light using a light microscope, they will be seen as one. Well. Also, if an object has a size of less than 20 nanometers, the light microscope cannot see it. You cannot see it using a light microscope. You need to use an electron microscope to see it. An electron microscope has a resolution of 0.5 nanometers and thus it can be used to view tiny objects. And then that light microscope can be used to view tiny objects, that light microscope cannot be used. Sophie.